Sportscast Prime. Hey everybody, welcome to Sportscast Prime. Um, I'm Nick. And I'm John. We're going to have uh, Dan and John and Mike come in a little later. Uh, we're going to start off uh, by talking a little football. We're going to get into baseball, of course, a little later. When uh, Hopefully when the guys get back. Hopefully a little, hockey. a little hockey. We're going to talk some basketball. Some, we know the preseason's going on, but we got a lot of stories that I think we're going to work somewhat intrigued in that we want to get into today. Mello's wife wants Mello out of New York. Is it true? <laughs> well, it seems like she has a lot of say in the matter, so <laughs> who, who knows what can happen there. Yes. But uh, I think we're going to start off with the NFL right now, and we have like uh, a lot of interesting stories going on with that and some interesting games for the upcoming week. My interesting thing is Matt Schaub's out, and mm-hmm. I, from my understanding, T.Y. Yates is out too, so that means he didn't... I think he got hurt during that game. During that one? Yeah, so already? their third string, Case Keenum, who's an undrafted free agent from the University of Houston, is starting. I heard some people preferred him anyway. Well, he's the hometown boy. That's why most okay. Houston Texans. Because he's, he's from the Houston area. He's from the Houston area, so okay. he's like the hometown hero and all okay. that. So. Okay. But, okay. I mean, he did break NCAA <clears throat> passing records at Houston. Granted why his time at Houston, it was a pass-happy offense in which they pass like 80% of the time. So take what you want with that of a grain of salt. I mean, if you can throw that in many times, you know, in a game, of course you're going to put up some type of numbers. So Okay. So we do have a game tonight, and I think that's Arizona versus Seattle at Arizona. And let's see. Let's go through the list of games that we have for this upcoming Sunday. We have Cowboys versus the Eagles. That's a game that's going to be interesting. Who do you think – it's a battle, I believe, of both teams are tied for first place. Am I correct? Yes, you are. Who do you think needs that win more, Eagles or Cowboys? I think the Cowboys do. Either one of them need it because – I don't know. It depends because I think this is more of if Nick – if the Eagles win, they have to stick with Nick Foles. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think – Well, he ruled – I know because Vic ruled himself out so Foles is starting – and I think our next no, no I think that was this <laughs> that's a so, senator that's walking by our building right now our yeah. next matchup is well one team that was aspiring to be a Super Bowl contender and one team that kind of disappointed which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Atlanta Falcons Tampa Bay is 0-5 and mm-hmm. Atlanta is 1-4 and I'm shocked that the Falcons right now, um, it's kind of surprising that they have that. It's not really too surprising because due to injuries that they have. Yeah. But it's like. And they're losing both their, like, uh, Julio Jones is out for the year too. Yeah. And with Tampa, everybody expected them to be this kind of like playoff team too. Freeman's not there. So mm-hmm. now they're, well, we'll see what's happening. And Shiano's on the hot seat. So. Yeah. The next game is the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Detroit Lions. This is, a, I think, this is going to be a very good game. I kind of give the edge to Detroit, but I think it, I think that Cincinnati's defense will make this a good game. I don't know if Calvin Johnson is back yet, though. That's my one of yeah. my concerns is that I have. I have to get on the reports on that, but. Well, I, th- I think that's an intriguing game right there. I want to see how Andy Dalton st- stepped up. I mean, Andy Dalton had a pretty good day statistically uh, last, last week. Last week. But um, he's been really up and down and kind of mediocre this whole season. I kind of I want to see how Andy Dalton's going to take it from that. So we go on from that one to another team which featured a team we expected to be here against a surprise team, the New England Patriots at the New York Jets. And I hear this is going to be more so of a competitive game more than of New England Patriots just trying to blow them out. Well, it was a competitive game in week two. So, so yeah, yeah, I so. mean, clearly Geno Smith's shown that he, like, granted he had some rookie struggles. He threw three picks last week. But, mm. like, when he's on, he's on. Like, 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 look at that game against Atlanta. He was really good. And, yeah. and, and Rex Ryan, who would have ever put Rex Ryan in good coaching in the same sentence? I feel he's done a tremendous job with this Jets roster, and he's done a really good coach. He's been a really good coach so far this um, season. Yeah, he's done a good job. I got to give it up to him. 
mainly on the defense side. I love the defense that they are playing, and he's allowing the coordinator to do his thing, so I got to give him up to him for that. Uh, the next game is Chicago versus the Washington Redskins. I, the Redskins, the Skins, I'm going to call them the Skins. Yeah. Because, well, if anybody knows what the actual word means of Redskins, then you know why I'm calling them the Skins. But um, that, that's a whole other issue. Um, I think that they have to win this game. Because if, if they don't win this game, it, I don't think it matters what happens afterwards. Because I don't think they can come back and just... I don't. I don't know. It's 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 a deep hole that they're digging themselves in, and it doesn't seem like they're running the stuff that made them successful. And if they don't go in that direction, I don't know how well they can actually be. And I think Jay Cutler is actually coming into his own. Jay Cutler. It's the defense is kind of sneaky, 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 a little bit mediocre, like the Chicago Bears defense in comparison to their status. Yeah, in their own right. So yeah. like, I gotta see. I mean, surprisingly, like. RG3 has looked mediocre this year, to say the least. I mean, he looks rusty, and you can tell, like, after not playing the preseason and all that and and stuff. And I don't it's – part I, of it's preseason. Part of it might be something else, but he hasn't looked good so far. And that defense is just awful. How many games are in the preseason? Four. So he already had played – at least three or so games before his bye week. Yeah. So I don't want to completely just say he's because like that the game that he had against Dallas that should have been the game that he's brought out of his funk. I yeah. think because like once you play like real NFL games and you already played I think it was three or f- three before that right it was yeah. four before that because they're one and four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they um because they won one of the games that they um they beat the Raiders. Or, they beat the Raiders. That's. That's you can poo poo that. That's nothing. So, I mean, I just think that you had enough games to get you, get within your stride when they played the Dallas Cowboys. That he, he had enough time to get get to get with get to NFL speed. He had enough time to. This whole podcast is helter skelter right here, guys. It, it, it like, pretty much is. We have <laughs> we have we have backpack interference. We have dog interference. We have it all. We even have a cat roaming around somewhere, but. It's okay. We're gonna get. We're gonna push through it. Um, let's go to the next game. How about oh, that? Uh, San Diego, Jacksonville. <laughs> next. And <laughs> I'm sorry. No disrespect to Jaguars and their fans, but you're not gonna win this game. <laughs> no. I mean, Phil. All right. Like only I, person that can lose this game is Rivers. All right. I'm gonna be professional with this. I don't want to totally like write them off, but. They did okay. They at, did okay for, against the Denver. They did okay, and before Denver pulled away, they did yeah. have a decent. Yeah. Like they were had a decent run at. I'll give them that. That they, they let me tell you, that team looks more competent with Chad Henney at quarterback than Blaine Gabbert. That's what I gotta say. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't, that's, I, I'm I don't sorry. Know. I don't pay attention. I'm that's sorry. That's why I say that that team looks more competent. And out of the three quarterbacks in the first round of the 04 quarterback class between Eli Ben Roethlisberger and Philip Rivers Philip Rivers Philip Rivers starting to look like the best quarterback out of the group out of this year, year of this granted year. he doesn't have two rings like both of those guys, guys do yeah. but like he looks well looks the Giants right. and Ben and Eli are both in kind of a crappy situation but so far like Philip's making the most of it he's look he's looked Last year, he looked like he might have lost a step or might look like, I don't know, something was wrong with him. But this year, he's come back with a vengeance. He's looked good. Yep. And we also have St. Louis Rams versus the Carolina Panthers. <clears throat> it's a battle for a team that people – I don't understand the St. Louis hype. People had them as like a sleep, a playoff sleeper, as at least a team that might be competitive this year. Um, I didn't see it. Granted, I knew they had a good defense. I know they, know they had playmakers around it, but – I'm not sold on Bradford. I wasn't sure Bradford was the guy, and he's proven me like he's a dink and dunk passer, and he's proven me that he's not the guy. I mean, like, I'm kind. I kind of expected they're what three and three right now. Yep. They. I don't know. Like, they're kind of. I thought they were going to be this like six and ten, seven and nine, eight and eight team. I didn't think they would be this. Like, I don't know. Like, I figured they were going to be an eight and eight team, but I think what they 
like against certain good teams that they have played and beaten, like San Francisco and yeah. like um, there was another team, can't remember right now, but there was another team that was actually pretty good that they beaten, and I think like people thought that that would be a trend to what would happen in the years to come, but like it just seems like it's always off and on with these guys, and then it's like especially their three their three losses they got blown out. Yeah, they, they got blown yeah, out yeah, yeah. three of their losses. So yeah. like when they look bad, they look bad. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like when they're on, they're on, and they're off. It's just like there's no middle ground, and I think that's their impediment. And so. and thing with Carolina is they have a really good def. Their front four is probably the best in football right now. Like they have a really good defense. Like their secondary is kind of iffy, but their linebackers and their like front four kind of make up, kind of kind of masking that defi- Yeah, they're yeah, kind of front. masking that deficiency right now yeah, the in front the secondary. Good. My question is: Is Cam Newton going to ever get it? Because some games, like last week, he threw for three touchdowns and like he looked amazing. But sometimes, like. I've seen, like, there's glimpses of Cam, which look great, but, like, he's still making rookie mistakes. Like, it seems like he can't pick up a blitz. Mm-hmm. Like, like when he gets blitzed, like, he seems to, like, make awful throws. Like, mm-hmm. do you think he'll ever figure it out? I think if he – it's not going to be this year, but if next year he doesn't just get it or he doesn't look like he's the guy – they're gonna go. They're gonna be looking for a new quarterback. That's what you I think, think. So you think I do? I I think he's one of those guys where, like, he's like a Michael Vick situation. Where I'm not saying comparing him to Vick right oh, now. Oh, okay. or, where I'm saying you know how like when, or from before. You, you know yeah. how when Vick was in Atlanta yeah. and he never got it. He never got it. And yeah, like, he people, was just an electrifying and, guy. Yeah, and, and he was, was like it. hanging on to Atlanta just based on reputation. He'll get it, and when he gets it, he'll be a good, like, great quarterback. But he never got it. Mm-hmm. He got it. He kind of got it in Philly. Philly. But like, I feel like Cam's like that one guy. I feel like Panthers just, as of right now, I feel Cam has the tools to be a superstar in the in the NFL. But like. He and might, he has the players. He, and he has the players. He <laughs> might be one of those guys which he might never get it. Like, my thing, <laughs> I think my thing is about it is that I, I, I put a lot of onus on the head coach. Oh, I think and they should have fired him last I, year. I think, I think he's going to be gone by probably by the mid or by the end of this oh, season. Oh, really? I think that giant thing kind of solidified him to at least the end of the season. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that, that that might probably give him a little something. I, I think it depends on how the season continues to be. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm leaning towards end of the season, but I think once he's gone, and I think I don't think they're going to do good this year. If they do not do good this year, they're they're going to probably fire him. And if they fire him and they bring a new coach in, and if uh, um, so um, I think that if he's gone then Cam Newton is going to be on the hot seat for the next year. I don't think he'll be gone by that like that that year. It will be the next following year if when Rivera's gone. I, I just think – That's what I think. Well, I happen. just think like – I don't think Newton will be on the hot seat. I just think Newton is that guy. Like he's like the Michael Vick. Like he – Michael Vick. He's just like this generation's Michael Vick with Atlanta. That's why I said like he'll never get it and like, you know. I, I know. I, I, I feel that. But like it's just – I, it all depends on how Cam starts to understand it, because Cam is not as electrifying as Michael Vick. Was. No, he's not. He just has the one good year under his belt, yeah. so he has a lot to prove more so than Michael Vick did. But it, it's because of Michael Vick is another reason why mm-hmm. he has to do it quick in a hurry is because they don't want to wait that long. So, but I, I get that. I hear where you're coming from, definitely. Other game we have a AFC matchup: Buffalo, Miami. Any like. Buffalo. I feel bad for Buffalo. They yeah. they've been losing these claws. Yes. Yeah, because we figured you guys weren't here soon. So, well, we have Michael back on to the cast. It's kind of surprising because Dan left before him, and he's still not here. He'll he'll join us in a in a minute or two. But um, well, basically, for Mike to put the games we discussed were Tampa, Atlanta, Cincy, Detroit, New England um, Jets, Chicago, Washington, Dallas, Philly, San Diego, Jacksonville, and St. Louis and Carolina. So right now we're on to Buffalo, Miami. Good evening. <laughs> and that's his two cents. But um, That's what I have to say about Buffalo, Miami. Thad Lewis didn't look bad last week. Let me be the first to say that. Like... He, and I felt bad for poor Jeff Toole. It just seems like whenever this year was supposed to be, like, oh, oh, uh, 
EJ Manuel's hurt. Yes, it's my time. Oh, oh wait, he's coming back to season star. Okay, never mind. Oh, he's hurt again. Oh, I'm gonna do. It. Oh, oh, Thad, okay, Thad Lewis is coming off the practice squad and start. Oh, oh, okay, never mind. And then Thad Lewis got hurt, and they were like, "Oh, Jeff Tool's like, oh, I might start again. Oh, 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 it turns out Thad Lewis is gonna start this week after. Oh, okay, never mind. Like I feel bad. He's just getting smacked up. It's not gonna be Tool time in Buffalo anytime soon. Guys. No, no, it's not. Get the get the hit. Get the hit. Um. In Miami, I feel like this is a game. If this is like people are trying to take Miami seriously as some quasi contender or a playoff contender, this is a game they should win in all seriousness. For sure. Yeah. Uh, how about New England? No, we talked about yeah, New we England. Are. We already talked about that. Now them. we're going into Let's the uh, go early to afternoon games Cleveland, Green Bay. Cleveland, Green Bay. Angry Brown fans put out a Craigslist order for a new Browns quarterback. That's all I have to say about this game. <laughs> Eli Manning? <laughs> he won't be available. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> John and I had talked about that possibility you, at some point. Speaking the of the Giants whole Eli Manning Eli thing Manning. that I found interesting, I was going, I'm just going to, pl- well, I was watching somebody on YouTube, and he was doing a mock draft, and a way too early mock draft, he said. He said he's going to have a couple, but this is early. So he had the – who he thinks is going to go somewhere. So he had the Giants with the first overall pick in Jacksonville, wow. too. Wow. Guess who he had the Giants getting first overall? Teddy? Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy not Bridgewater. Jay Jadavion Clowney. He had Jadavion uh, Clowney falling to six. What? Wow. Wow. I – <clears throat> could I, I could see that for this reason. I mean, the idea that the Giants would want to start... I mean, remember when um, Tom Brady... Or, excuse me, when the Patriots drafted Mallet, Ryan Mallett? Yeah. It was a few years ago. It was like four years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? I yeah, think three or four, four, or four years, years ago, right? And people were like, hey, you know, like nobody really... Cares. People were like, whoa, wait, what? Mm. But then when they thought about it for like two seconds, it was kind of like, all right... Yeah, I guess this would be the time when you start grooming yeah. the replacement, right? Mm. We're at the same point in Eli's career. Now, here's the thing: like, I, as a Giants fan, really? when he's thirty-two, he's turning thirty-three, and James thirty-three. Yeah, okay. Okay. we're about there. Yeah. Where you got to start yeah. thinking about it. Thinking you know? about it, yeah. Not that he can't play right now, but <laughs> yeah. you, you should at least you should be ahead of the game when it comes to your future. Yep. Right. Now, I, as a Giants fan, when we were 0-3, when we were 0-4, and I was like, all right, this is not going to happen this year. I was dreaming of high draft picks or whatever. I considered the idea of um, trading Eli or starting over. Like, because I was, I asked myself, is he young enough that we can rebuild? Because I think that's what the Giants need to do. They they need to go through a almost full rebuilding process right now. Uh, can we rebuild, and when the rebuilding process is over, he'll still be a good enough quarterback to you know win a Super Bowl? And I'm I'm kind of on the fence about that. Yeah. I think yes, which is why I would ultimately keep him. But um, we're to that point where you have yeah. to ask that question. You know, he's a, he's a, this is his tenth year in the league. Um, and the thing with Eli though know, is, I've watched a lot of. I've watched the. Um, I watched a lot of Giant games this year, and it's like, he's not Wash. He's not like Matt Schaub, which Matt Schaub looks like he doesn't have it anymore. It's just like he, yeah. I've, he still makes some, he still makes the throws, and he's still got the arm and the yeah. accuracy. Like, he can still make the plays. It's just, he's in a tough situation where yeah. he's in the, he has a young offensive line that's still trying to gel together, or and filled with, like, veterans who are kind of washed up and, yeah, like, yeah, young guys. Definitely washed up. Yeah, and he has, no the worst running game in the league right right now. Like, la- like last game was any resemblance of a running game that they actually had yeah. and like so they probably should have fired Gillibrand after this year yeah. I mean I mean like every and defense also, knows, and also the worst defense yeah. in football like pretty much every defense knows he's throwing on just about every down so yeah. it's not yeah. his fault that he's like leads They've the had, league uh, they, they, he's had very little chance this year to yes. have a successful season which is why any any giant fan is not like worried about no him. exactly um but yeah anyway as far as them drafting bridgewater i think the giants as a front office have supreme confidence in being able to find pass they, they, you you'd think on the surface giants pass rushers that's what they do that's their whole draft strategy but i think they have supreme confidence in being able to find um pass rushers everywhere in the draft at any round and that they don't necessarily have to take this sure thing guy clowning you know and that they they 
you could kind of see them maybe just t- preferring to roll the dice on a quarterback, who's kind of a dice yeah. roll anyway. My thing with uh, Clowney, though, is there's there's one knock going into this year on him. It's, that's his, like, after this whole thing, it's, I guess, like, he's kind of lax in practices. People have complained, like, he has all-world talent, but his work ethic and how can he handle coming back from injuries and stuff. And what I say, it's like, it could be a double-edged sword with that, where it's like, I remember there was one guy coming out of University of North Carolina who had the same you know, work ethic issues by the name of Julius Peppers, and mm-hmm. he turned out to be just fine. And then there was another guy who had work ethic issues, same different position, but a guy by the name of Jamarcus Russell who kind of didn't, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. And, hey, you know, a lot of what you just said about about uh, Teddy, uh, the same thing was said about Geno Smith. Yes. Oh, wait, that's actually kind of an inconclusive point to make, but whatever. <laughs> but what <laughs> – but what's interesting, though, is that, like, I'm going to plug, like, I would re- re- recently listen to, like, a Bill Simmons podcast, and he said that he had a viewer who's a Giant fan who said that the reason why they've, they've been struggling this year, it's kind of the same situation that the Colts had, like, two years ago. Their last four or five drafts haven't been that good. Like, it's been, like, yeah. first round heavy. If you look at everything else, it hasn't been that good. And I, like, looked up. And I like look, and I was curious. I was like, "Really? Like, is uh, I, I didn't because I assume that with like guys like Pierre Paul and guys like that, I assume like, oh, they've had success, or like Hakeem Nix. I've assumed they had like success with guys, but like I looked up Football Reference, looked at their drafts the past four years. I'm like, wow, it's kind of like top first round. They had the rest of them have just been like." A lot of, like, a lot of I the love guys how this turned into a full blown Giants season. <laughs> but seeing their... how they went, they're having a game on Monday. Uh, they have a game against the Minnesota Vikings. Do you think that that'll be hopefully their first win? Classic post uh, <laughs> uh, post move MNF matchup. By the yeah. way, between two dominant teams. Uh, what are they? One I, win combined. I feel bad for. Well, hey, the good part about the <laughs> no, Giants, just one win. Period. Yeah, as I say, you said one win combined. combined. <laughs> well, I, I know this doesn't the say well for the Giants because they haven't won either. But the good part is, I mean, like uh, that works in their favor. Is Vikings haven't won on American soil yet, right? They're one win game in <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It's true. true. It's true. I was wondering who the Vikings did beat. Um, the Stillers. Speaking of which, they also play Baltimore at Pittsburgh. What do we think about Baltimore that? at Pittsburgh? That yes. game's got the lowest under of all the games, uh, or excuse me, the lowest over under. Over um, under, yeah. forty, I believe. Forty, I think. Yeah. Um, I think Baltimore's going to win that game. Baltimore. Wait, at Pittsburgh? Yeah, at Baltimore. Pittsburgh. Mm, this is the team that lost to the Bills and beat the, or excuse me, lost to the. They no, lost to the Bills and beat someone who was really good. I forget who. They've been a weird team this they year. They beat the Jets. Yeah, but that doesn't... Yeah, but... Pittsburgh, that's... No. No, that... I'm talking about Baltimore. Oh, you're talking about Baltimore. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. They, what did they do? They beat... They lost to the Bills, right? Yeah, they, they lost to the Bills. They got killed by Denver. They got killed last week, I think, too. Uh... Wasn't that Green Bay? They played Green Bay. Oh, yeah. no, it was a close game. Never mind. Flacco... Flacco didn't look bad, Flacco. actually. No, no. It wasn't his fault that they lost, I don't think, but... Um, They're a weird team, but is it at Baltimore or at Pittsburgh? It's well, at Pittsburgh. It's at Pittsburgh. Well, the thing is, Ray Rice is kind of like, huh. yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's like exactly. What, what is yeah. that? I, I think that's more of a a, a a game plan thing for one reason or another than he's bad. But either way, I mean, yeah, he doesn't seem to be a factor for whatever the reason is. Um, My surprising Chiefs against the Houston. Texans. That mm-hmm. Can they be my Chiefs too, dude? Can they be Keenan? my Chiefs? That he, he already had me on board before the se- before the season started. So um, they're I'm having the, the Houston plan. Houston and oh, their third string uh, quarterback Jesus. Case Keenum. Oh is starting. God! All right, what's the over under on pick sixes? <laughs> I don't know. Houston fans love this. Five straight. Houston fans. Five, do. Sorry, five straight games. Houston. Houston's uh, throwing a pick six. Over Houston. under forty. Well, Houston loves Case Keenum. He's from the University of Houston. He's like the local yeah, kid. You're Everybody right. loves. It's Case Keenum. Yeah, Case I didn't realize. Keenum. I just Keenum. assumed they were going to Tyler Yates again. Well, I think he got hurt. That's the problem. But Case oh, Keenum. Okay. The thing is, I yeah. told I told Nick and before in the podcast that he broke passing records at the University of Houston for yeah, NCAA, I remember but, Case Keenum. But then again, if you throw fifty or sixty times, I don't know. I'm just 
Yeah. But I don't yeah. know, like... You gotta do what you and, and, to do. And, well, the thing is, he was an undrafted free agent for, for, I don't know, especially with against this Chiefs defense, yeah, picks. I, there will be at least one pick six. <laughs> be at this, least. this will definitely be the first game in six when yeah. there is not a pick six because that doesn't actually make any sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's how the NFL works. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I think you can't look at it any other way than... To, you know what, though? I, the Texans are weird. I, I feel like I could see them them laying the first loss on Kansas City, I feel, yeah. just because they I, they're one of those teams that you know you, you you can't really feel comfortable thinking of them as yeah. a bad team and putting money on them like they're a bad team, team even okay. though they've played that way. It's kind that. it's kind of like the same reason. Maybe maybe now you can with the Giants, but for a while. You, you you know you 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 couldn't confidently assume the Giants were the zero and two yeah. team that they were the zero and three team that they were. Mm-hmm. Now I think it's more clear. But you yeah. know you always thought they were, same thing with the Falcons. You know you always thought oh, eventually they're just gonna look like themselves. Yeah. it's gonna be the the time when I finally pick against them. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I feel like the Texans still have that that dominant team in them. Uh, they just have to, st- have to stop having weird luck, like, mm-hmm. with all these pick sixes and stuff. And when they get Eli Manning. And when they get Eli Manning. Manning. Oh, because, like, How much do you shot- think they would give for Eli Manning? Well, they Eli Manning the- makes them a Super Bowl contender. No, seriously, he does. I mean, he like, does. Yeah. like, Matt Schaub just looks washed up. Like, yeah. he doesn't look good at all, I mean. But, well, we have two more games here. Two? Well, yeah, we kind of did the Monday night game. I want to re- the Sunday night game, which I really want to get into. I'll, I'll let's I talk about San Fran, Tennessee. San oh, I forgot Tennessee. about San Fran, Tennessee at Tennessee. Yes. Yes. Underrated. Underrated. Fantasy, <laughs> underrated fantasy defense. I mean, they've been giving me good points. Tennessee. Tennessee yeah. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> I don't know. What is Tennessee? You know, I haven't actually heard much of what Tennessee's done in the last few weeks. What have they been doing? Well, they're three and three. They oh, could have. Well, they started three and zero. They're three and zero. But three. the problem is, what's his face got hurt. Um, Jake yeah. Locker, Jake Locker so got hurt. Him. Yeah. They actually had a close game against Seattle last week, but this might be what you say the Bill Simmons thing, the, the game after Seattle. The game after yeah. Seattle. Hey, hey, it <laughs> held true. It yeah. held true for the Colts. Mm-hmm. So, so the thing that that we're that John is referring to is. Um, uh, Bill Simmons wrote in one of his articles about that there may be a, or maybe a reader of Bill Simmons and he just posted it. But um, basically, everybody that has played Seattle this year, uh, the next week has turned in a disgustingly bad, perfor- like disappointing performance. Every guy, and, and this was before last week's game. Now, two weeks ago, it was the Seahawks and the Colts, and the Colts had a big win against the Seahawks. But I guess the idea is that the Seahawks are so rough. And and they knock you around so much that you come out of the game just beat up, and then you turn in a, a, a crap yeah. performance the next week. And it was funny because I think I said to John, I was like, "Hey, I, you know, it'll be interesting to see if the Colts uh, put it turn in a crap performance." And they kind of did. Kinda yeah. Did. Uh, so dro- it's interesting. A lot of drop passes. So now it's the now it's who? It's Tennessee. Yes. No. Yeah. It's at San Fran. Yeah. I well, was, yeah. you you can expect. I mean, you could have expected them to put up not to win that game in yeah. the first place, mm. but. Um, they have a pretty good D. Uh, that's going to keep a minute. I don't think San Francisco is going to just destroy them. No. However, I don't, at the same time, I don't see them ever actually really being in the game. Yeah. I, I think it's a close, but like they'll just pull out yeah. towards the what, end. Maybe. Just, it, not that it's like close in that, like, it seems like, like I said, like, it seems like the Titans are going to be in the game. Yeah. More just close because the score will be kept down, but still more or less a walkover for San Francisco. Okay. Now it's the mm. game of the week. Now it's the game that everybody's yeah, talking about. NBC. Yep, on NBC, the Denver Broncos and Peyton Manning. It's going to be that. Versus the Indies. Versus the Colts. Peyton's suck-off fest for everybody. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, you, they made a whole story about him. The best quarterback in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so they had a story about uh, him actually doing this uh, ceremony in the beginning of the uh, before the game, and you know how Peyton Manning is—he likes to stick to his routines and things of that nature. Mm. Do you think he's going to do it? What's the ceremony? Well, the ceremony they're they're, 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 they're they're basically like celebrating him, I guess, in Indy. Oh. I don't know. Like I think they, I think they're going to put his number up already. I, I don't know if you can do that. Um, he's still wearing the number, but I don't know. 
Well, yeah, because he's wearing the number for a different for team, a different so team. That, so, that wouldn't so, stop them. so yeah, I, I imagine they would do that because um, like they basically felt that they didn't get a chance to like say bye to Peyton Manning. And I stuff don't like see that. why he wouldn't. He obviously he, it's a would, once would in not life. ever harbor any hatred for them, and they don't harbor any hatred for him. Um, that, I mean, that was the most amicable like split I've ever seen. Mm. Any great player who like left a team or whatever, you know, compared to Brett Favre or, or whatever. Mm. I think I I don't see why he wouldn't do it. No, I mean, I, he's I it's like. He's he's a you know whatever a creature of, of of habit, but not in not in like not in the weird. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the weird like Nomar Garcia Para yeah. sense of oh when the, he like not, pouted on the dugout, really not not in a superstitious oh. sense. You oh, know, okay. he's oh, just okay, he's okay, just okay, a creature okay. of practice and yeah. doing it the right way, and mm-hmm. everybody and and putting in the hours and. You know, just doing on, it the right, just just doing the it the right way. What do you mean, Nomar being superstitious? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that that is that Nomar in his wrists. Uh, yeah, but I so I I don't see why he would. I I I think more than just I I don't think he would do a ceremony. I think this particular thing is something he would never miss because it would just be. First of all, it would be the biggest insult. Yeah. If he did, kind of. Is there going to be a podium, um, Nick? Is he going to be saying something? I, or is he going to thank? Yeah, I don't know. I guess it really depends on to, what it is. I, I think I don't. I didn't get uh, the details on exactly what's. Go- I think like he might have to say maybe a few words. Maybe I don't know. But like I don't. I don't think that he has to like do a speech or anything like that. Here's my thing, though. If he has to say a few words, or he has to get up on something and say, "You think we're going to see the Manning face?" I'd pay my money to see the Manning, Manning face. <laughs> No, the Manning face, he he does not possess the Manning face anymore. He's evil Manning this That's year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Until the divisional round in the playoffs when he's, they lose. He's, he's, out, he's out for blood. People doubted him, and he's better than he's ever been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Until the divisional round in the playoffs. Oh. <laughs> no, there's no reason not to believe that. So, All right, you guys want to move on? Just one Super Bowl. Rex Grossman and Lovey Smith gift wrapped it. That's all I have to say, guys. Anyway, uh, he's been in two Super Bowls. And when he faced a real quarterback in Drew yeah. Brees, all right, anyway, I'll yeah, get out of Drew this. Brees. <laughs> <laughs> another great quarterback, but that's another discussion for another day. So, do you want to take a quick break and then go into hockey slash baseball? Okay, let's take a quick break. What podcast can I listen to to learn all about wrestling? Well, let me tell you something, brother. Podcast where you can find all your wrestling information from is the Turnbuckle Dude, featuring Mr. Quality and Mr. Marshmallow Jones. But what kind of wrestling stuff, Mr. Quality? Well, dude, the wrestling stuff you can find from is weekly reviews on Monday Night Raw, TNA Impact, pay-per-view previews and reviews, as well as retro reviews, dude. And what you gonna do, brother, when on Friday nights, when the turnbuckle runs wild on you? I'll kick it up. Okay. Thanks, Mr. Quality, for that awesome commercial. Now, anyways, we're back. Well done. (laughs) Yeah, we're back, and uh, we're gonna start talking about some NHL. We're gonna talk about hockey. Uh, We had some interesting games (laughs) for these past um, couple of weeks. And how do you? What do you think so far, John? What do you think of the many high expectations or low expectations that haven't been met from any teams? Or what are your thoughts? Besides, well, since we got two divisions in each conference, mm-hmm. the Western Conference, the um, Central. Man, that Mr. Quali taking a beating on you. Huh? I know, man. <laughs> I thought he was gone, but he came back. But no, um. Besides the, like, two, four-team things, but I, I, I want to touch on the um, two conferences. Okay. I have no problem with the Western Conference, like, the Central Division and the Pacific Division. Like, they're, they're right-placed, but, like, the Eastern Conference is, like, the dumbest division. Like, the, the, the Metropolitan Division, like, the Metro. And then mm-hmm. you have the Atlantic Division, which, last time mm-hmm. I checked... Right. Read, 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 off, read right. off the Atlantic Division here. Okay. The Atlantic so the thing, is, the thing is here is our divisional well, this for uh, separations East- are silly. That is our, well, that is our for thesis. The, for except now. for the Western Conference. Like, look at the Central Division. Colorado, Chicago, St. Louis, Minnesota, Nashville, Winnipeg, Dallas. I dig the, it. That's pretty good. The Pacific. San Jose, L.A., 
Anaheim, Phoenix, Calgary, uh, Edmonton, and Vancouver. Vancouver. No, nothing wrong with both. Yeah. Then you get to the Eastern Conference. Let's get into the Atlantic Division. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Can you guess out there which teams actually are on the Atlantic? Well, John, I'd have to guess. Uh, Here's Toronto. The, the Rangers? No. 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 Uh, Carolina? No. 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 Uh, Washington? No. no. Wow. New Jersey? No. No. What? So here's, wow, these are all Atlantic Coast teams. So here's yeah. the Atlantic Division. Tell me the the teams that are in the Atlantic Division. Toronto, Detroit. How Detroit is all in right. the Atlantic the Division is yeah. Well, I, they didn't have a globe. They're on the water. <laughs> I can I can buy like Toronto. I can, it's like uh, yeah. quasi. Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. But, I'll take Toronto. Then you got like. <clears throat> Montreal. I think Toronto's in the Atlantic in the NBA, actually. Yes. Right? It is. So yeah. I could buy it. Then you so. have Montreal. I think that's a little more out there. Then you have Tampa. All right. On, on, yeah. like, on the coast. The, I can, it's on the coast. Boston can Gulf take of Mexico, that. though. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get technical. Yeah, technical. <laughs> Boston, I can buy that. Ottawa, Florida, Panthers, and then the Buffalo Sabres. Ottawa? Yes. Jesus. Ottawa. 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 Ottawa's, Ottawa's approximately, I mean. It's right by, like, Toronto. It's technically, the, it's, it's in Ontario. Ontario. It's in Ontario. I, I feel like it's closer. I mean, Ottawa's almost as bad as Detroit, if you ask me. Yeah, it is. You know? Pretty much. Wait, Ottawa, just to chime in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ottawa, yeah, it's more inland. It's yeah. closer to the Pacific than yeah. Atlantic. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think it's closer to the Pacific, Pacific. than the Atlantic, but it's it's definitely it's, the same it's definitely on the western half of the of Ontario. Of, yeah. Yeah. Of Ontario. Of the, uh, yeah. I was gonna say state. Yeah. Then I was Province. gonna say country. Yeah. Province. Say Vancouver. Province. Vancouver's Province. on the coast. Vancouver isn't Vancouver part isn't it Vancouver? Vancouver is more closer. No, British Columbia. That's British Columbia. That's on the west coast. That's on the west coast of Canada. Yeah. And then in the Metropolitan or the Metro Division, Metro Division, which right. is Metro, you, you have Pittsburgh, Carolina, aka the Whalers, uh, New York, both New York teams, Islanders and Rangers, New Jersey Devils, Washington Capitals, Philadelphia Flyers, and the Columbus Blue Jets. So, all right, in the Atlantic Division, you've got one team probably that actually is on the Atlantic coast and in the metropolitan division you've got three total teams that play in major metropolitan areas yes wow Mm. I'm discounting Pittsburgh I guess you should count Pittsburgh but I don't know Pittsburgh's the smaller city out of Pittsburgh and Philadelphia so I counted the Flyers and I discounted the Penguins okay you know it's it's weird You, you don't even necessarily retain I mean sometimes you know there are there are there's stretches to be made just to retain rivalries. But, I mean, you, you know, you don't even have – do you even have Montreal, Boston? I don't yes. think – they're, 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 they're in the Atlantic. They're in the Atlantic. Oh, they're in the Atlantic. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. And, and it also rekindles old rivalries too because before Detroit – well, Detroit's been wanting to move to the East – to the Eastern Conference forever because yeah. when their Western Conference a team that played in the most time zones so they yeah. f- so mm-hmm. Bettman did like a handic agreement with the owner saying next time there's a realignment we're definitely sticking you in the Eastern Conference right, right. and the Maple Leaf Detroit rivalry when they used to be in the same conference together before it got split up into the other things yeah. they rekindled that and you also got you got the Pittsburgh Philly rivalry which is like heated mm-hmm. and you also add new things like the capitals penguins rivalry Sidney crosby versus alexander ovechkin that yeah. rivalry's been heating up and also it creates new rivalries which i found out through reading that pittsburgh and columbus i didn't know columbus ohio is literally two and a half hours away from pittsburgh it is yeah Pittsburgh's so, way way west philadelphia so, so there you mm-hmm. so there you go that's another new created rivalry yeah. it's the only pittsburgh that have rivalries <laughs> well yeah. it's like the the, yeah, yeah, I know, I get it. <laughs> but and then also, the well, gateway to the West. Well, you can also do like other rivalries, like Pittsburgh, and I keep saying Pittsburgh in, yeah. in, in Detroit when they had the back-to-back Stanley Cups in 0809. Yeah, you had um, Washington Hurricane uh, Carolina when they're in the, the South, South Southeast Division um, to throw those out. Or I can even go up like the Canadian teams: Toronto, mm-hmm. Montreal, mm-hmm. Toronto, Ottawa, like. Mm-hmm. The, Bruins versus anybody on it, or and new rivalries like Boston Detroit, right. like that's awesome. Both those games were really good this year too. So it sounds like the groupings are ideal. Yes, but can we just swap the two names of the divisions, yeah. you dummies? <laughs> or here's my thing: 
why don't, instead of it naming the Atlantic, you make the metro the Atlantic and you make the other one the Northeast? Yeah, or the, or the Midwest or the... Yeah. Well, I, I think Midwest would work. But that being the Western Conference, wouldn't it? No, the Midwest refers to... That, I, it's, it refers it's, to the area. It's kind of a misnomer, okay. but the Midwest refers to Ohio, the, like the Great Lakes area of the U.S. Not, not even down south, not even like Tennessee or whatever. Yeah. Not like a, a line of, of, of latitude or longitude, yeah. whichever one it is, Watch. like going straight down. It's literally just like the Great Lakes states are the Midwest because it's it's a cultural thing, too. Yeah, Iowa, things mm. like that. Uh, Iowa, Iowa, Kansas, Michigan, yeah, uh, like before, Kansas. yeah, and, yeah. That's well, all, no, that, not Kansas, not Kansas, when you, when you, right, not, all. not when you get into the the plains states. Yeah. The plains states are not in the Midwest, or okay. referred to as the Midwest. The Midwest is the semi, like pretty not plain yeah. kind of states. Indiana, in, um, Indiana, Illinois, Ohio. Um, I you might say Kentucky, but Kentucky has such a southern influence that yeah. that usually isn't included. But that's Wisconsin, it's close. Minnesota, Mike. Wisconsin, what's that? That's a CC country, Mike. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Minnesota. Um, People well, will maybe be Minnesota, <laughs> Wisconsin, Michigan, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they say the the thing, the thing I think that makes the Midwest the Midwest, uh, which is actually this is Minnesota. A, a lot of. It, this is actually the way it usually is for a lot of like areas of the country. Reference. Like for instance, they, New England. They have that ass accent. It's too. it's the accent though. It's the accent. It's the ac- that's why I said maybe not Minnesota because yeah. they have a, they have a very Canadian accent. But the quote unquote Midwest yeah. accent is the accent that everybody who works in TV and radio has to learn. Yeah. They pronounce it that way. That's yeah. that. That's why you don't hear real really like yeah. accents when you watch ESPN or whatever because they're taught to pronounce things that way. Even though like we're all from New England. We think what how we pronounce things is normal, but it really yeah. isn't. It's it's England accent, you know. That's yeah, what we we, that's what we don't think about. we have an accent, but we yeah. do. So here's my thing about Minnesota, like um, with their accent, just like YouTube. Uh, Joe Mauer, I hear him talk for one. Yeah, yeah it sounds I've, Canadian. Weird, just that's like what it's about, don't you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Don't you know. Well, yeah, I was like, yeah. I think the twins are. Ah, luck of the Minnesotans there, huh? <laughs> That might as well be a part of King. I think we're getting a little Irish. (laughs) (laughs) I like the Minnesota Twins. That's what it's about. When I when I when I think Minnesotan accent, I think of um, Bobby's mom from Bobby's World. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Got a nice pair of new shoes. (laughs) (laughs) The Minnesota Twins, great organization, huh? Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Gee, golly whiz! (laughs) I feel bad. We've been talking about uh, the conferences. So, (laughs) what did? Any teams you wanted to get into? Uh, good on Toronto. Well, let's talk about the division leaders. Uh, we have Toronto at 6-1 and one of the Atlantic. That's what you want to call them. Whatever. If you guys want to rename it, it's you. I'm, um, I'm totally happy with Toronto being on top because you know what? I know what? I feel like the NHL is good when Toronto's on top. Yeah, definitely. Because like, it's, it's an original team, and they've got um, Jonathan Breener. I don't know if oh, I pronounced his, his last, last name, name right, but Bo- he's the guy that they got from L.A. from the Kings because Kings, yeah. after Quick was, after Quick was expendable, I, well, not after Greener was supposed, supposed to, be to be the, the guy, guy yeah. he came up through the minor leagues. He was supposed to be their top guy, but Jonathan Quick showed himself to be an elite goaltender, which made Jonathan basically yeah, expendable. Yeah, but, yeah. So he went. Made him expendable. Yeah, so he made yeah, him yeah. expendable. Yeah, so yeah. he went to Toronto and he's having a hell of a hell career, of right, career now. right now. Yeah, 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 so, definitely, definitely. Okay. But, yeah, like, the Atlantic Division, what I want to get into is, like, okay. the teams that were supposed to compete here, I kind of figured, was Detroit and Boston. Those were the two, like, thing – These were, those were the two teams in this division. They're either 1A or 1B. One of those teams were going to win that division because mm-hmm. you got Detroit. I yeah. mean, they – was it 21 years, straight years, years into the uh, playoffs. playoffs? I mean, like, everything we're talking about, like, this was supposed to be – the year which or last supposed to be the year they were going to do yeah. it but they ended up doing it so I mean mm. good for them and then Boston they just came off of a Stanley Cup run they're still good, good despite they yeah. traded Tyler Sagan they still got a deep team mm-hmm. Tarask is an excellent goalie so mm-hmm. it's between those two teams yeah they um, I still think they're competitive and I know they're only 3-2 and two right now but um, I know that they could um, have a uh, have a good still have a good possible good run during the rest of the season. So I don't know. It, I know it doesn't seem too well right now, but and Boston, just give it some time. With um, Toronto, it's going to be interesting. I mean, um, 
Yeah. Canadians are always good. Tampa, you can't, like, it depends how their goalie situation works. And mm-hmm. the other teams are, uh, but I, I hate to skip the teams, but let me just get into the, the Metro division. We have yeah, to, we had to go into them anyway. They're yeah. next. Uh, we the have top to, of it is the Pittsburgh Penguins. Pittsburgh Penguins, which. By are, far, actually. <laughs> well, the Pittsburgh Penguins. It looked like with all their acquisitions last year with Brendan Morrow and Jerome McGinley, they looked like they were going to be the favorites, especially with Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and all those guys. But, like, mm. their goaltending. I mean, like, since they took Marc-Andre Fleury first overall a couple of years back, yep. I mean, he's been a mixed bag as a goalie. I mean, like, you can't call him a bust, bust because he brought the team to two Stanley Cups and won a Stanley, Stanley Cup. Cup. But you can't exactly call him, like, a surefire, like, franchise finder either because, like, he's – last year he was awful, and the last couple of years his playoff performances have been awful. Yeah. That's, like – I know they have the best player in the game, Sidney Crosby, Crosby, but what I feel it's like – Especially the backup Thomas Volgoon, he's out for a specific time with like a blood clot. So like, yeah. Ooh, that's right. I, it scares me with Mark Andre Fleur. I know when he's on, he's on, but when he's off, he's terrible to watch. So I don't know if I trust him. Like I mean, I but also when you look down the list here, you got Philly and New Jersey at the bottom. I mean, Philly is one in six, and New Jersey is, actually no, yeah, Philly is one in six, and Devils are 0-3. Devils are o three and three. Yes. With wow. more points than Philly, despite not having a win. When, yeah. Oh, don't you love how like overtime overtime losses or when you go into overtime, it considers a point. That's another thing. I love the NHL, but that's dumb. Why are you going to award somebody for losing if they lose? Oh, you get a point. You're guaranteed a point regardless if you take a team to overtime. How about it's three points if you win, no points if you lose, regardless if it's like a, a loss. Like I hate that. It's like awarding losing. Like you know, mm. like. We lost the game, but we got a point. Like mm. that's dumb. Like overtime, it's, it's, it's needless. Yes, exactly. Mm. I mean, mm. yeah. I mean, to a certain extent, that team performed better by not losing in regulation. Yeah. But it's like, why? Like, if if you're gonna give credit for not losing in regulation, then why are you playing beyond regulation? Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm. like I just I thought that was silly. But yeah. It's, it's it, you know, te- teams wind. That the that's the old, yeah. I always found that, like, to be a bit crazy. I never thought that was, like, you can't award losing, no to, matter what. To me, to me it opens up just a, just a bag of worms. Like, yeah. Let, let's give all the different kinds of credit you can possibly give. Let's, <laughs> yeah. give, let's give five points for a shutout. Uh, yeah. Give, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's give, let's give a team two points when they lost, but it was because of something that happened that was unfair. It's kind of <laughs> it's, it's yeah. like when... Like, you know, when you see those uh, younger kids' leagues, like, even though they lose, they still get a, tro- a trophy? That, yeah. That's that's what this feels yeah, like to really me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you guys are supposed to be pros, what and you're not acting. six overtimes, you should give, like, three points to the winner and 2.9 points to the loser because they played so even. Just give them the division <laughs> title, right? No, but just give them the division title, right? Yeah. But Going over to the Pacifics, uh, San Jose is is undefeated. They're 6-0. and And Anaheim is actually a close second. They're 5-1. and Well, let's just make a power run through this before we get into baseball. Okay. So here's what we talk about. Pacific Division, Sharks, 6-0. and I'm happy for them. Antiniemi is kind of an underrated goalie. Like, this, they, they for like a seven, eight year run, they've been one of the best teams to never appear in a Stanley Cup and to never win a Stanley Cup. Cup yeah, so, yeah, like, they, they, like San Jose, this might be one of their last years in which their window might be closing. To- like, totally always was an exciting team to actually watch, and I was, like, always confused about how they couldn't get, like. Did, did you want to know what I can kind of consider them with um, all those years? Um, in comparison to what the Dallas Mavericks remember when the Dallas Mavericks were always that playoff contender and they're kind of that maybe title mm, contender but team. they never just got it together that's yeah. what I kind of feel like the San Jose Sharks have been there's that team that well you can't say that now no well prior yeah, prior, to, prior to when they yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like, got you got you they're got you, got always you. good enough to get yeah. to the playoffs and they were one of those contenders in the west but they never put it together yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I kind of figured the San yeah. Jose Sharks are got hopefully it. like Joe Thornton and Patrick Morlow can have their Dirk Nowinski mm-hmm. moment and mm-hmm. bring home the cup and also in the Central Division, we have Colorado at six and zero, and we have Chicago at four and one. Patrick Waugh, man, doing a hell of a oh, job as the Avalanche coach. coach. Yeah, doing a good job over there. Um, having an undefeated record, I think this team. What do you think? They're they're like a contender type team. Or? Well, this is a team that's been. I mean, they're all former Avalanche. If you think about it, you have yeah. Patrick Waugh, Hall of Fame goaltender, which is the coach, and the GM is Joe Sackick. It's just hysterical. Yeah, like, how yeah. Just <laughs> kind of. 
But mm-hmm. the, the real surprise is um, uh, Volimov. I probably like killed his name, but he used to be a top prospect goalie for um, the Washington Capitals. He kept getting hurt. They traded him, called call, call him expendable, and now he's lighting it up with Colorado. So okay. we'll see. I mean, his injury in the past has been, cropped up, yeah. so we'll see if he can stay healthy. Stay for healthy for the year. My, Our, friend Vinny, yeah. my friend Vinny is a huge Avs fan. Yeah. yeah. having the best season ever. Yeah. Particularly because he's also a huge Jags fan. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uniquely enough. Did you get permission to say that on air from him? I don't think anybody wants to be known. <laughs> hey, no, no, he wants to be known. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. okay. All right, that's cool. All right, we're going to move right along into the baseball. We'll get into more hockey next week, but like I said, baseball. Yeah, definitely. We're going to actually get a lot of hockey in, but right now, baseball is what's happening. We're in the playoffs. Very exciting time. Very exciting time. So far, what do you guys think? Is everything happening into the ways that you thought that were going to happen prior? Wow, that was a mouthful, Nick. <laughs> hey, um, I got I got to do what I do. With it. My pick is still in. Uh, I still feel good about it, even though. So check out this stat: um, St. Louis was three to one one game ago, at least in one this game. series. Um, every time they've been up in their history, at three to one in an LCS, they have lost the series. <laughs> they've been outscored fifty-two to two. So we'll see how they and they lost, you know, they lost game uh, game five. So we'll we'll see how this turns out. But mm-hmm. I well, I think tonight we're gonna see Kershaw get his victory. <laughs> Sorry for those uh, who couldn't hear what most of Mike just said. All right. Okay. So all right. Yeah. We, we, if we, you we, can we vaguely hear him, he's going to attempt to. I was just a Lazar and no Mike. No, mm-hmm. I, I think I think they heard me. They, they vaguely uh, heard him. Okay, so let, let's try this again. Technical difficulties. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think that Kershaw is going to get his victory in this series tomorrow night. Um, and then I think Wainwright's going to take him home. Take the take Cardinals the home. Cardinals home. Uh, you know, I like what I've seen out of them. It's a pitching – you know, it's amazing. These last – you know, like a few years ago we had like the year – of the pitcher and then the next year it was the other year of the pitcher and then every year is like the year <laughs> of the pitcher remember we had uh remember john we had um like a record number of no hitters yes. that one season yeah. um and it was right right when the steroid testing started to kick in it was like three four years ago um it's funny that um there were i don't know if you told me this john and i'm gonna butcher this stat but um there have been like some number. I'm just gonna throw it out. Like maybe five, maybe five, one nothing games mm-hmm. in the playoffs from the last like 20 years, and yeah. there have also been five in this playoffs. Yeah, and I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. But I see the uh, I see the I definitely see the Cardinals uh, remaining in the game here. My what? pick for midseason. Well, to piggyback I, off of your stat, I mean, just to say, like, they've been like that, but, like, don't get them in a game seven. I mean, they're clutch because I told yeah. you, I think the St. Louis Cardinals kind of had a stat that they have the best winning percentage in baseball history when it comes down to game sevens. Mm-hmm. I think they've played, I might kill the number, it's either, like, 12 or, like, 13 game sevens, and they're, like, like, Seven and like was it seven and five or like eight and something like they something. like ridiculous stat in like game mm-hmm. sevens. It's just like I actually had them losing the game and then winning back at home. So I think I'm on pace so far for what uh, what I selected. Oh, yeah, I wasn't what, here. I wasn't here last week. Were you? Were you? Oh, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. right. We didn't get your uh, picks in. Bias aside, I wanted the Cardinals to win just because. I just don't like LA guys. Sorry, I'll be, I'll be honest. With you guys. Oh, it's too bad Dan's not here. He needs the roofer's voice. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think um, Dan, the, the Dan, one, the one Dan had the um, had Los Angeles Dodgers, going in. Yeah, yeah, yeah been, the Dodgers. Dan's going. been a big Dodger pusher all year. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, true. Uh, just like a Cardinal pusher. Which just it, um, it kills me though to say that, just because like. I'm not a Yankee fan, but it would be nice to see Donnie baseball at least get one World Series ring. Just at least, I mean. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I obviously wish, as a fan, wish him no ill will. It's Although, I, I will say that my Yankee my Yankee allegiance isn't really making me root for the Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm 
I don't really know who I'm rooting for. Does that shock you though? Like it's coming from like a well, Yankee fan because <laughs> it's like I'm not a Yankee fan. That's still like I don't know. It still blows me away just when I like see a highlight in ESPN or like MLB Network. That like, he's the manager, or, or yeah. that, like him and other than like pinstripes. I'm like this is so oh, weird yeah. just yeah. seeing yeah. him like not in a Yankee uniform for sure. What about, I do. Uh, I do have a rooting interest in the other series, though. <laughs> yep, I was about guess, to say. Yeah, we're about to guess what it is. Go right over to the other side. I uh, hate those bearded douche. Well, <laughs> well, when you talk, we are speaking of the Red Sox. When you talked about it, I mean, Detroit's bullpen is awful. Like, I think their starter ERA is like zero point six nine or so. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. under. They they're were. like, but they're like reliever ERA is like nine. It's like terrible. Like, if if I were them, I would just. Did they win the last game, actually? Yes. Okay, okay. They, they did. They got dominated. They got a cushion. They for... dominated. Um, if I'm... So now we're 2-2. Two, two. If two I'm Jim right Leland... Yeah, 2-2? Two, two? Yes. 2-2 yeah. right now, yeah. If I'm Jim Leland, boy, hearing that stats, like, wouldn't I just, like, instead of using my relievers, want to have, like, Verlander start the game and then have, like, Matt Scherzer come in in the fifth inning just to, like, <laughs> close out. Or, like, out, yeah. Annabelle yeah. Sanchez yeah. and Doug Fister come out. I'll just... <laughs> I, th- I, I, I do think that... By not winning game two, um, Detroit lost this series. Really? I, yeah, yeah. I think they really needed that game. They needed the Scherzer game. Um, not his fault too. I felt terrible. No, not his fault. Yeah, I just say it's they, they needed to win that his his start. Um, but I mean, you know, we'll see. It's I mean, it's going to be tough. Boston though. does have a weird lineup as well. If, yeah. if you look at it, but I, they do. Yeah, I read somewhere where it's like. Justin Verlander in this postseason, he's the first pitcher ever to lose games when he started back to back zero to one. Wow! wow. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Wait, say that again. Say, say, like yeah. Justin Verlander is, or one oh, like Justin Verlander because I think I just said it, it was like a ticker up on ESPN. He's the first pitcher in like playoff history to like lose games when he started because I think he lost the. Oakland series 1-0, and I think he lost the Boston series 1-0. He's like the first pitcher to like lose. Oh, lose more than one game, one, one nothing. One, one nothing, yeah. Oh, oh I got you. In, got in you. like the okay. same postseason, which is crazy if you think about it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you What do you think? Um, depending on who wins, or actually not depending on who wins these series, who are you picking in the World Series? Let's say um, let's say let's say we just throw all four teams into the World Series. Who are you picking? Who's the best team? Cardinals. Cardinals. Be, being being an L guy, I'll I'll say the Cardinals. I well, or the I can make a case for the Dodgers just because yeah. they're like Kershaw's pitched out of his mind. He could be the NL MVP for all we say, and like Granky's had a good year. They they have in Alaska. Like it's just. I, I you know I've, I've I've been with the Cardinals for you know yeah. since midseason, but I, something is scaring me about the about this Red Sox team, about watching them play. Everybody's they, they saying that. Sort of, they have what some is sort of, they have some? I don't know, they, they, they got the roids are back, magic. Nick. <laughs> the roids are. <laughs> it's, it's, I cannot you know, deny or confirm that. If we get, I, I think it's 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 conceivable that if we get a repeat of the 2004 World Series, we might get a repeat of the 2004 World Series. No, you know <laughs> that would be very disappointing. No, I don't. I don't think we'll see a sweep. Um, but I, I, I don't know. It's it's I mean, it's hard to make a comparison. So but who are you Boston's picking? set up. Who am I picking? Yeah. I'm sticking with I'm sticking with the cards. I have to. Uh, all right. That way I can root for them. So I guess we're all, well. We are. Me and Mike are both on the Cardinals right now. Thank I'll you. be the oddball. I'll say Detroit. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. What an oddball. I like their <laughs> pitching staff. I mean. All right, oddball. Tell us about ASU. Sun Devils Advocate. Two weeks ago, they lost a close game. Mike obviously gave Tommy Reese my uh, blog that I put up on him, <laughs> so he threw for 279 yards yep. and three touchdowns. Turnovers were the key. Three turnovers to one. Uh, not in favor of ASU. They lost. Last week, they killed Colorado. And it, it was a game that they were supposed to win. Colorado's a bottom feeder in the Pac-12. They're what's the record for them right now? Actually, ASU. ASU. They're four and two. They're two and one in Pac-12 conference play. Right now, they're facing the twentieth ranked Washington Huskies, yeah. which is 
four and two, but they're one and two in Pac-12 conference play. Yeah, I think they're one game back in Pac-12 play, right? To Stanford. Yes. Well, or, wait, no, 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 no. Who beat Stanford? Utah. 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 Is Utah Pac-12? Yes. Utah's okay, they Pac-12. Are. They are. All right. So they'd be one game back. So yes, right now UCL. I mean, Arizona State is second in the Pac-12 slot behind UCLA and Washington. They're sixth. Washington, they had two tough luck losses because, well, their both losses in the Pac-12 conference play came against Stanford and Oregon, the two best teams in like that are supposed to be in their division. Not to be ashamed of, I guess. No. So it's going to be an interesting game. Were they blowouts for those games? Well, it was a close game against Stanford. It was a blowout against Oregon, Oregon. which seems to have been Oregon's play. But with that said, I I think ASU is going to win because, fun fact, Washington has not be- – this is in ASU. Washington has not beaten ASU in Tempe since 2001. 2001. All right, dude. All right. All right, we're going to wrap it up here. We will see you next week where we'll talk a little bit more baseball playoffs and we'll have our gigantic NBA preview. I know we're all real excited oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I am definitely. I thought we were going to try to get into it uh, this week, but it's all right. We're going to – just in. chock full. Oh. Just chock full. C- cannot wait. Well, Hello, LeBron. Okay, all right. <laughs> that's going to be it for us, you guys. We'll catch you next time on Sportscast Prime. Later. See you.